Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What are we doing today, bro? Uh, we on part two of our, of our installation of reviewing Kanye's docuseries. Okay. And I'm going to let you uh, introduce our guests that we have on with us today. Oh, no doubt. We are, yeah, like you said, it's part two. We're going to continue the conversation we have. Um, but we're going to continue the conversation um, with a special guest, Keisha McDougal from the Straight to Tape podcast. Uh, y'all give her a round of applause out there in, in podcast land. She is an official member of the Futane clan. I like that. <laughs> Roar the crowd. You mean? She's an official Futane clan member. Uh, lover of hip hop. She might even be more authentic with than I am with the hip hop. You know what I mean? Like she, she own it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, you know, because I think I, I might lean towards the gangster a little bit too much, and that ain't, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not the core of what it's about. Right. So, you know, just to put that out there. But yeah, man, we wanted to have our own. Uh, wanted to have you on, Keisha, to help us fill out this conversation around what we saw in the Kanye doc and how we felt about it and, um. You know his career on the whole. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I guess we jump right in though. Uh, we already talked about it for an hour and a half, so we got. I'm gonna ask you exactly how you like. What did you get from it first go around? Like, what did you get from it? How'd you um, feel? the first two episodes were super exciting. They were nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being in places and also to see my boys' reactions. I have two 19 year olds and an 18 year old. So right around when he started popping, they were little, and I remember them bobbing their little heads. So there's that that musical, those musical memories. Um, but that last episode, man, number three, at the end of number two, I was like, how are they going to get oh. from yep. college dropout, basically, dropping to now? Yep. And it went very fast, and a lot of it wasn't even about him, right? It was about him and Cootie's re- de- the deterioration of their relationship and what Cootie was doing. But then it went like lightning speed, but it's, I still got it, right? And the shit made me really sad. Like it it it, it made me sad um, to see the impact of all of the things that have happened in his life on him as a person. Um, artists evolve over time time definitely their musical styles um but i really think that his his mental has affected his music um people people say they one line that stood out to me was when cootie uh, was invited by common to that show in chicago Mm, yeah and he was like he was he hadn't seen kanye in what months or years maybe Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um he said that he, he was nervous because he knew Kanye, but he never met Yeezy yet. Yeah. And that was kind of the takeaway quote from the whole series for me, how much difference he became over the course of like three years, four years, yeah. how he devolved, um, mm. you know, mentally to see that. And, and again, it was super quick. I was thinking, okay, it's a trilogy. They called it a trilogy because they're going to end this last episode through number three with College Dropout, and then it's going to be like 
two more series of three episodes each. That was my that was my hope because they really <laughs> probably had enough footage to do that and had enough material and time to go over. But no, nah, it was like a like a huge Scooby Doo moment at the end. The last <laughs> episode was. It's so she she said a lot, right? And she brought up a lot of good points. The funny thing is, while I was setting up like the computer and everything, I got a text from Jay Cash, right? Okay. Four voice texts. And it's everyone is talking about this gap that we mentioned last time, right? Mm-hmm. The six year gap because he's there late registration. He do not he doesn't pop back. He missed the whole all of the years and albums of the transformation into Yay. Right. Right. But right. he wasn't there, right? They weren't allowing right. him to there. be around. Yeah. Right. And so he was asking, like Jay Cash was asking, like what happened? He's so baffled. He doesn't understand like what, where really was the breakdown? And he does, he feels like it wasn't addressed head on actually what happened. Of course he said they, he didn't have his number appointed time. They weren't around each other. Yeah, he went on tour without him, all of that. But he, he was like baffled as to how he was like his day one, so to speak from mm-hmm. the beginning recording his man and him and his mm-hmm. mother was his two main supporters that believed in him when no one else did so he's like he's there for registration then he just like it just disappeared mm-hmm. i think it's i think that that the, the um leaving yeah. out that part was by design probably right yeah because right. well, a lot of probably, reasons yeah 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 something private and you know whatever um well, yeah, they did. They did leave that. That was like a big question mark I, that was I, left. I, you, you mean are y'all saying as to why he wasn't there is the question mark? Yeah, what you happened know, between him and Cootie? Right, what happened? Like why? Why? Like me and you, yeah. people will wonder why if you know. What I mean, you pop, I pop, something happened. Then we just not. Right, I'm out the picture, right for years. Right, and then you know I I put out a documentary. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, I, I and I guess maybe to me it just. At that moment when Kanye went on tour uh-huh. and Kanye's people came and told Cootie that he wasn't coming on tour after Kanye had already said he was coming. Right. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that was the beginning of the end. And I think Kanye is what's ha- mm-hmm. what happened. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, Kanye. Like your friend, not, like if he didn't stick up for you and say, no, that's my man. That's it. We've been together since the beginning. That was the beginning that, of the That yeah. definitely would cause a riff. And then exactly. Cootie had, he had his baby and that was kind of the shift of his, that was the shift of his life right. when he became a father. Right. right. And Kanye being catapulted into stardom at rocket speed did not help. Right. Yeah. Because yep. he changed very fast. So much so that remember when he came to uh, a session, Kanye didn't even speak to him, he said. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And yeah, that was after wild. the party when Kanye kept calling him Chike and right. laughing. And like, I'm, you know, I'm famous now, I'm famous. Yeah. Right. It was just, it was a bad look. Like it that, was a bad, that was a badass look. It, it was. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny because um, it seemed to me that Kanye got rid of everyone that his mother would have expected to be there. That makes sense. That's a mm-hmm. good point. You know what I mean? Like everybody that would have asked, that she would have asked for. How was how mm-hmm. was Cootie? How was this right. person? How was that person? You know, right. um, mm-hmm. those are the people that didn't stay around long. Mm-hmm. Um, but those happen to be the people that 
were brought back around once she passed after after a while right you know the family called him they called him exactly. in to do like the memorial video and stuff like right. that so yeah yeah you are correct on that one i think yeah i don't think he wanted people to see him him and cootie was the person that was gonna show people him Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think he wanted he wanted this show of like I think we spoke about it a little last time. Alan, uh, Kanye had decided that he was gonna show the world a superstar, and right. that superstar needed to be a certain level of bulletproof. And there was no bulletproof person in any of the footage that Cootie shot. And, mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't think he wanted that mirror next to him every day. Right. Yeah, yeah, because he knew he was devolving, right? He knew he was changing into a different person. Right. He even said, like, he was acting. He was, he was putting like, on exactly. an act. He was deciding. Hey, yo, man, you know, this is not the real me. The real me. I'm putting on an act. And right. somehow that act has taken over his life. It's like when they went to Japan and they were in that um, clothing studio. And it was his demeanor, his mannerisms, how he was speaking to the people at the studio Mm -hmm. it was just odd you know i don't know how to explain it it was just and i'm talking like i know the nigga i don't know him you know what i'm saying (laughs) but i (laughs) but it just didn't seem like normal speak normal speak right yeah right right like some horrible bosses or i'm not saying he was mean it's just that it was just a weird vibe Mm -hmm. yeah Everything was real off-putting that he was doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And his dad, no shirt, FaceTime, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wild stuff. Yeah. It's no wild stuff. So, but uh, I'm glad y'all spoke to a point that, one, I think he didn't want the people around, like you were saying, that could hold a mirror up to, like, that wouldn't show the real Kanye because he's trying to reinvent himself, mm-hmm. you know, for who he sees himself to be as mm-hmm. this grandiose, bulletproof, superstar, genius artist. Right. You know right. I mean? But the people that know his evolution into the game would have kept him grounded or could have kept him grounded and show him not this is who you are. You know what I mean? But if, if there was no one with him to keep him grounded as he started to ascend in his musical career, then, I mean, he, he what we're looking at is someone that actually lost themselves. It, it doesn't negate the genius and that he gave us great music, but mm-hmm. his own actual identity of what makes him who he was from Chicago, he lost himself. But I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I think if he had those people to keep him grounded, then... It wouldn't have gone like it went in any capacity, music-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, he may may have been mentally healthier and more grounded, but mm-hmm. Kanye's cockiness is what got him to where he is. It's explosive now, and it's definitely <laughs> off-putting, but I don't think without that, he would even still be relevant. I, I really don't think so. That's interesting. So I can see that, but I kind of, so looking back, I kind of think he would have still been. And the reason I say that is because one thing about Kanye is that aspect of the cockiness that 
the super ambitious. He was like super, as we know, super ambitious mm-hmm. from the beginning. And those people mm-hmm. that was around him, they didn't like mess. They didn't tell him like, dog, don't be too ambitious. Don't be too right, over yeah. the top. Don't be too confident. So I, you know, what I mean, so I possibly so. You know, what yeah. I mean, it could have went a different way, but I, I felt like, or at least the my perception that I'm getting from the footage that I've seen and what we know of the people that was around him in the early beginnings, that they, you know, what I mean, was kind of supportive of him outside of the argument with Ron Fest when he said, you know, what I mean, when they're going back and forth about who are you to call yourself a genius. So now that I think about that, you might be right. They may have. He, been la- he laughed. He laughed. He laughed. That part of him is like, if you don't put baking soda in a cake, your cake's gonna be flat. Now you can still eat it if you want, but it ain't gonna be good, yeah. right? That part yeah. of him is the baking soda the, that leavens the cake. Um, right. And he laughed at Ron Fest. Well, he laughed at Ron Fest, but then he said he was laughing at himself mm-hmm. for even having the for, thought. For even having the thought that he was a genius. <laughs> yeah, that, that's some deep shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Deep. yeah so. His his genius, yeah, yeah. I think both you. I think both. You, okay, so I made a statement on the last on the last cast. Uh, I I agree that his genius, his arrogance led, you know, lended itself lended itself to his genius. I agree with that mm-hmm. totally. Um, mm-hmm. and I just want to make sure that I'm not confusing his his cockiness and his arrogance with him choosing a persona of a superstar because I think that. Is probably what was more of a decline. Like choosing the wrong narrative was a decline. He, I think, Absolutely. he could have maintained himself. I think, mm-hmm. but choosing that rock star superstar narrative, his life turned into that. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? It, it, it had to. I it, mean, it, you it, know, if that's if that's what, and, and that's what I think where he made the mistake. I think he could have kept all the cockiness, all the arrogance, even all the narcissism for, you know what I mean? For what that's mm-hmm. worth. He could have kept every bit of that. And I think it would have served him just as it did. Mm-hmm. The mistake I think was in the narrative. And when he, once he chose that rock star narrative and he put on that rock star mask, everything from then on out was downhill. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, sad. It makes me sad. Yeah, it 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 does. It does, and because that pressure ain't for everybody. It ain't really for mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. To keep it a hundred, yeah. You know, it is not and really it, for so the human experience. Artists talk a lot, especially rappers talk a lot of shit or whatever. But those people, the best ones, make themselves so vulnerable, which may not be the right word, but they're right. so open with their own personal could you imagine sitting down and and telling someone like the most intimate parts of your life like mm. a whole whole lot of people yeah the I most in, and then you have to you have to sing that or over. tell that story over and over and over again and i think a lot of people don't realize that like he doesn't talk about selling when it's not it's not a like keeping it real moment or whatever these he tells regular stories about regular life his regular life in Chicago, his regular life, well, not so regular, but his his average everyday life now, right? Mm-hmm. And the evolution of that. So there's not a probably not a lot of hyperbole in his rhymes. But that's like me sitting down telling a story about an intimate time that I had mm-hmm. to millions of people. Yeah. Or putting yeah. it on film or 
tape or a CD or whatever digital and letting people listen to that shit over and over and over again. And then I have to stand on a stage in front of a whole bunch of people and tell people don't think about how vulnerable these these upper echelon artists are because right. they're sharing their entire world with you. And that's what makes it good. Like the emotions that they're feeling, they're conveying those over whatever artistic medium that they choose. And that's what makes us love it so much. Yep. But then we don't think about, oh shit, like he just talked about his mama dying. That's horrible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a horrible shit to relive even in, for an average everyday person. Yeah. It, 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 to your point, there's a lot of things that Kanye mentions in his music that it might be just regular insecurities. Mm-hmm. But if you walk around repeating that to yourself over and over mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. you know, imagine imagine harping on your own insecurities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, but to us, that's what what makes it real good, and that's what makes it relatable. What, because a lot of makes people it have hard. those same right, exactly, exactly. But it's yeah. got to be in some ways hurtful or damaging um, to th- that person. For sure. If they don't manage it correctly. And it's hard to manage that shit correctly. For sure. It, it is hard because you don't get to stop. You're, mm-hmm. on, you're on warp speed into a life that erased your prior life for the most part. Right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you don't ever get to go back. You're under the realization that if you do go back, that's failure. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to continue to replicate that in some way, shape, or form, right? Yeah. Or you just struggle away into nothing there. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, right, you, you fight to maintain mm-hmm. that level. Mm-hmm. I think so that's you, you have to share more and more and more and more and repeat it more and more and more that's and more. Right. It's damaging. It is. It is. It is. And if you... <laughs> I, I I would hate to think that he's causing train wrecks just so that we we can see him. Mm. There's a name for that. Yeah, self sabotage and all that good stuff. What what was the name you were thinking? Munchausen. Yeah, that was sadomasochistic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think all of those things kind of fall in that bucket. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you mean? But it, I did have that similar thought. The whole bullying. Kim on I have a whole theory about that I'll get into it in a minute but his whole activity social media activity towards Kim mm. and his family um, in a matter of let's call it a week and a half he went from having absolutely no social media presence yep. to being the top one of the top trending topics in like a week and a half, two weeks. Yep. Kim Kardashian and her family basically invented that whole yeah. clicks for money for clicks and they invented that. So my theory is that and then he's dropping an album, right? Mm-hmm. And closed. Shortly mm-hmm. after all of this stuff mm-hmm. starts popping. Mm-hmm. I think that and Kim hasn't said shit. She hadn't said anything. Yeah. She hadn't said anything about the Pete Davidson video. She hadn't said anything about the, the truck full of flowers. She didn't say nothing mm-hmm. about him buying a house across the street from her. She didn't say nothing about all these social media posts. Yeah. Nothing. They have a new TV show coming out, The Kardashians. 
Mm. My thought is that it is scripted. This is outrage marketing at its best. Mm-hmm. Is this very good chance that all of this is outrage marketing at its best? Mm-hmm. I, and, and you know what? I can see. I can. I can see that because one thing when we was like looking at the um, listening for for the album, you see he had everybody wearing the boots, right? Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of cross branding going on <laughs> in all of this, right? Then he drops the new. Um, you know, some new pieces in this clothing line, Balenciaga Gap uh, collaboration. So whatever he's doing, there is always like multiple things. He he doesn't do anything and is not going to be attached to at least two or three other things that are being pushed and marketed along with it. Right. I I will say though, Devil's Advocate, he he did the same thing with with Pablo. The first time he did a, a live listening party in a stadium, he incorporated the the Yeezy fashion show, so right. he's mm-hmm. going to do that every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah now, yeah. now he may just be expanding the theme. You see what I mean? Like I'm 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 premiering by life this train wreck thing that's gonna gain me all this attention that leads to this uh, album, which leads to the television show. I could definitely see that all mm-hmm. being the case. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that's not the case, but. I I don't see anything that makes me feel like it's not either. That could be 50-50. That's a coin toss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's a coin toss. Now, something that makes me feel like that may be the case also, though, is the fact that he didn't throw a fit when Cootie came with this footage in Netflix. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't yeah. seem like. So what's the deal with that? I don't. I think I've read or heard about it because I, I would assume that he would have to give his sign off, right? Well, yeah, um, he did that one. He did that one post where he said that Netflix. He, he need to have final say clearance of what before it of what, exactly what was actually in it. He had to have right. final mm-hmm. once he had to see it and, and approve that y'all could show this about me. But I think I honestly feel like. Cootie and him, in listening to an interview that it, that Cootie gave, I got the impression that he did that out of politeness. Mm-hmm. But if he had said, no, don't put it out there, but anything Kanye could really do. Because mm-hmm. the deal mm-hmm. had already been inked with Netflix and the footage belonged to Cootie because he never yeah. got, he never, mm-hmm. he never charged for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, that, that was the feeling that I got watching Cootie's yeah. interview is that Kanye did ask for that final right of refusal if this is I want I need to approve this you know mm-hmm. I mean, whatever it says but uh I didn't get the inclination that he could have pulled the plug on it yeah you know what I mean but it was ironic that it all came at the same time but if it's been ready for a while you'd have to be crazy if you're Netflix and Cootie not to go ahead and drop it now yeah you know what I mean you don't wait for the right. next Kanye thing you go ahead and do it right. you know because I don't I don't think there was a whole big lead up to it, right? Mm-mm. No, it just it just appeared, like I kind of out of nowhere. They started saying it was um, coming. They said yeah. it was coming for about a month, mm-hmm. and after yeah. that, we got it. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, I remember the first time I saw that it was coming. I was like, "That shit's never gonna hit Netflix. That's not. That's yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ain't no way. Yeah. I didn't yeah, believe yeah. it. You know, but I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did." Uh, yeah, that's definitely some insight. Super, like I said, super nostalgic and 
sad at the same time. Yeah, BC, she walked away with the same thing. I started the last one pretty much the same way, right? Yeah. I, yeah. You know what I mean, I got the same feeling. It was, it's like, it was good, but not good. It was great. It was a great heavy. documentary. Great mm-hmm. documentary, but it was, yeah, it was heavy. It yeah. was heavy. It was heavy. I was like, hmm, what am I going to watch now to make me happy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's late, but look. Yeah. Watch a cartoon. I need to oh, clean, cleanse my palate. Cleanse, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. Sure. Definitely. Um, so, uh, one thing I got out of this, man, is it's, it's a blessing to have a parent that understands how to believe in a in a child. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a gift. I don't think I don't think all him, humans are born with the ability to believe or even the understanding of how to do it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was blessed with one that that poured water on every seed he would drop on the ground. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. To make sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's a, I'm sorry. And I was, oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say, yeah, I, I agree with you. And his mom like supported and like and I'm that's interesting that you say not everybody knows how to, you don't think everyone knows how to do it. I think every not everyone know how to do it in a healthy manner. His mother right. was able to support him in a healthy manner. Because when yeah, you look yeah, at yeah. the psychology of like, and I came up, right? My dad coached me in baseball. Like, that that's unhealthy support. Like, the pressure <laughs> they put on their on they children yeah, to yeah. play football and baseball. I remember them yelling for the sidelines and stuff like yeah. that. But the way she supported his dreams, right, was so in a healthy manner. And it was never to his detriment, even when she gave like, and part of that is just something that's innate with their mothers that you can't replicate. Because even when she, when he asked her about like the interview, do you think I was wrong in my approach or how I'm being coming off? She didn't say, nigga, you be bugging. Like she, she was like, <laughs> like, I'm not saying that Kanye, I'm just saying, see, sometimes you gotta do like this, that, like, she was real balanced and knew how to handle his mind in a way mm-hmm. that would tip him over the edge or like kill the momentum that he had and you know yeah. and the confidence he had of yeah. building in himself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really important point, bro. Like uh, the healthy support. I had I hadn't considered that yeah. at all. You know what I mean? I, had, I, mm-hmm. I hadn't considered that at all. But that's that's so true. And she did have a really healthy support for him. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which yeah. Well, and you know, go ahead. Oh man, I don't even mean to cut you. Um, nah, I won't. Just no, a thought no, coming no. to my mind, but like we, and maybe you all have, but I haven't. But now I like really want to consider, like, look into his life a little bit more post his mother mm-hmm. passing, because I think we that may be trivialized a little bit the actual impact she had, like looking at the documentary, knowing how vital of a key she played in his life, mm-hmm. then losing that, like the impact that that had, at I don't such know if it's really been time recognized. Yeah, exactly. We, you've heard the st- you've heard the statement, Kanye went crazy after his mom died. That boy ain't been the same since his mom passed away. Even that's that, all that's all you hear. Even that is trivial, trivializing yep. mm-hmm. the situation. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's minimalizing the impact that it really had. And like you said, Keisha, at the pivotal point that it happened, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, black men really don't get that grace. 
Right. They don't get that grace at all. Like when fucking Robert Downey Jr. went batshit crazy, and now he's Iron Man or Iron Man. Iron Man is dead. But um, yeah. So (laughs) black men really don't get that kind of grace. That's true. In in the public eye, um, y'all are always supposed to be either doing what you're doing well, or you're just a thug. Like there's really no in between. There's no no when we. In the media, when black men do something wrong, it's because they're a criminal. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no question, there's no, no, no if, but what if, That's or right. looking into y'all do something wrong. There's like the news prints your rap sheet if yep. you have one, yep. right? Um, when a white man does something wrong, they go straight to what is his mental state. Like, we don't have a mental state, mm-hmm. and it's 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 horrible and it's it gives people it gives us ptsd like literally my google fiber is laying line in my yard i mean in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and a couple fridays ago they hit a gas the contractors hit a gas line and so we were stuck in i live in a cul-de-sac so we could not leave the street because it was at the top of the street they had the street blocked off for hours and hours and hours and my kids are like out they all drive um but they're out but they needed to get home get their clothes change and go back to work so i'm on the neighborhood facebook group and people are like walking through like parking at the golf club and walking through people's backyards and so i literally in my neighborhood group was like you will see my two little chocolate boys men Mm-hmm. walking through your backyard they mean absolutely no harm mm-hmm. and that just I did that and people commented like we're sorry you have to post this and blah 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 whatever I'm, I'm really just trying to make sure they get home okay and they're not walking through somebody's yard and get shot because mm-hmm. somebody sees a black man walking through their yard because it's a really fucking real concern so I ended up walking up there I'm near having a panic attack and walking up there and knocking on somebody's door and making sure they were okay with my kids walking through the yard. Wow. Sent yeah. them pictures, sent my kids pictures of the yard and where they need to cross the street just to make sure they're safe because y'all get no sympathy. Mm-hmm. Y'all get no sympathy. And no, no one's giving this man sympathy for not even his mother's death, but he has a mental illness. Period. It is clear. Yep. So there really shouldn't be a whole lot of other discussion. I did see today some bullshit about when it was on one of those very, very liberal Facebook pages um, asking when he, he's going to be put it into, what is it, a conservatory? Like, Brit, what is it called? Wow. Conservatorship? Yeah. 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 For why? For what? For why? <laughs> no, that don't even make sense. No, no sense at all. But the comments under it, I had to stop because it was yeah. they, they were just ridiculous, right? Yeah. Um, See, but, that's the catch. One extreme to the other. Like you right. said, one extreme to the other. If you need help, we're taking it all from you. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there's no in-between. There's no sympathy or empathy when they probably have, these are bleeding heart liberal whites that were saying all of this, probably have people in their family experiencing the exact same symptoms. Mm-hmm. 
and they get the sympathy and this man does not. Yeah. Um with that we but, need to educate ourselves a little bit more so we could be a, a, a lot more sympathetic too. Exactly. It's exactly. up to us to be so um, they're not going to do it. We got to be sympathetic to the man. Yep. Yep. And that's what I am and Yes, his life completely changed when his mother passed away. That scene with him on stage and what he was in like Zurich or France or something, it's right after his mom passed away and he hadn't stopped working. I don't even really think he's had a chance to grieve, but grieve or given himself a chance to grieve. Yeah. Um, he's just been going, 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 going. And then he had the breakdown. And then even after that, he was just going, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I want to just give my thoughts on Donda herself and absolutely what a great mother she was. Um, One of my things with my boys have always been exposure. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to take archery, yeah, take a couple of classes. If you want just supporting them in a myriad of things that they want to touch or or do or be. Um, And she did that for him and she did it very, very well. Um, But also... The video showed Donna's transformation as well <sighs> into something that what actually yeah. killed her. Yep. I yep. had that comp. Yeah, you 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 talking now? Yeah. Na- now like they, like they say, now now you pardon. Yeah, yeah, you pardon now. <laughs> I had this conversation two days ago, and um, with uh, with Jason, a friend, of, you know, of, of the show. Yeah. And I'm like. That's just, that just, it seemed like what she like kind of died from. It seemed like she was, she went, like you said, underwent a transformation or was reinventing herself as well out there. Um, uh-huh. Cause I'm like, what she died from, based on what I saw from a beautiful, strong black mother, I would not have even thought right. that would even be in consider, a, in, up for consideration for her. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, right. that money. It, it totally go ahead, right. go ahead and get this good old weave. Get this tummy tucked. Yeah, this like lipo tucked. Yeah, that, I need to be. I need to be the image of what a super, I have. I, yeah, a, a superstar. superstar's mom should reflect. Yep. Right. That's what it seemed yep. like. Like she mm-hmm. started doing it too. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's tough Absolutely. to talk about. Uh, you know. It is. Imagine though the toll that it would take on. I could only imagine the toll it would take on me as a son to, through my success, create the opportunity to kill my mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what the their conversations were like around these around the surgeries, procedures around, and right. stuff. Yeah, we don't know what those conversations were like, or or if he could have very well not wanted her to do it or if he was the catalyst for verbally for her doing it like we don't know those conversations and that's where that's where empathy comes in because you don't know everybody's life right you don't know nothing about these people and you just just i don't know people are just so cruel and mean um and and selfish and inconsiderate and what else can i say like you don't know he may have a lot of guilt there that we may never know about. I could only imagine. Right. Either right. or directly yeah. or just generally indirectly. Right. Yeah. Um, he, she 
from what we saw, always made him feel like he was enough. Mm-hmm. At whatever place he was, that he, he was enough. We saw that in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't feel like she was. And people can come at me all you want to. If you don't have some medical issue that causes you to have to have your body changed. I concur. Then you don't feel like you're enough. I concur. Yeah. Like if I could get this tummy tuck, I would. Because <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she just, I mean, she didn't feel like she was enough for whatever she envisioned was where where she should have been, right? Yeah. And that's right. why she had these procedures done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I uh, man, I just, and, and the crazy thing is, is we can see a beautiful, strong black woman in his mother. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. see that. We're mm-hmm. from that. LA, mm-hmm. LA didn't see her the way we see her. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Los Angeles yeah. didn't see her the way we see her. They didn't treat her the way we. I guarantee you, they did. Right. You know, right. they definitely didn't treat her. Right. I, 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 the I way the so. way we see her. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um. And and that itself would have an effect on the person. It definitely mm-hmm. could have an effect on the person. Um, yeah. You know, that could affect you feeling like you're not enough. You need you may feel like you need to carry more into this room than you have than you have at this Right. Point. And she was trying to do good with the foundations and mm-hmm. stuff. And I right. you know, thinking she felt like I need to present a certain image to be able to get at, at this get to these tables that would, you know, help aid the people that she was the groups that she was trying to help with right. these foundations. So I mean, I get it. Um but to him yeah, we don't know that part of the story. No. Yeah. No, we don't know. We we don't know. We don't know how much damage it did. We just we but we do know it did some. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We, absolutely. We watched a lot of the wreckage, I think. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, uh we talked about on the last one whether it would what it would have been like if the footage if the missing footage had been there the what, uh the the six years that they were apart yeah from right. from mm-hmm. what the end of what the beginning of late registration to yeah what the end mm-hmm. to the end mm-hmm. yeah. yeah to the end mm-hmm. of the documentary mm-hmm. at least not the end of yeah yeah, yeah. Doc- uh how do you feel what how do you feel about that footage do you think you would have been able to enjoy it do you do you are you interested in seeing it? It already made me sad. Like when they were in what Cuba or Costa Rica or Puerto Rico, they were somewhere and he was out yeah, there talking about Rico. the tax sprinkles yeah. and stuff. And Cootie cut the camera off. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gave me some insight, but I think that there would have been a lot more of that type of footage in that missing gap years. Right, right. It wouldn't have made it. It would have made it even, I think if that footage was there, it would have made his life that much more complicated and harder. It would have made the judgment and his critics giving it even more fuel mm. to crucify him with than they already got. Especially without the sympathy that they were going to give him. Oh, bro, because he wasn't going to get none from him no. at all. No. Yeah. And, and and so for me, I don't. I wouldn't need to see it. Yeah. And the reason why is because I know it's going to show sides and things that probably is is um is rough when you watch if you ever had a family member or friend suffer with any type of mental illness or physical mm-hmm. sickness. It's tough mm-hmm. to watch 
them go through that. The yeah. declination, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and so it, I wouldn't, you know. You feel helpless. Yeah, I, to, I, yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't handle it. I know right. I couldn't handle yeah. it right now. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't watch it. There's no way I yeah. could watch it. Um, I'm surprised that, that I was able to handle this as well as I did. Mm-hmm. I, well, that's because the first two were really super upbeat, right? That's right. If I'd have known this was coming, if I'd have known it was coming in this way, I definitely would. You know what I mean? I would have watched it, but I would have prepared myself a little bit differently. Yep. Um, Yep. I Mm -hmm. do feel like if we were to get, there's another documentary in here, I feel like. And I feel like it's the one that would feed my soul a little bit more. I think there's a music documentary in here that Mm -hmm. that we didn't get. Right. Mm -hmm. We got glimpses of it. Right. Yeah, but we didn't get a solid, complete, you know, a true in the true sense of a musical documentary. We didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. I think there's yeah. enough. I hope. I feel like there's enough footage to give us something a little closer to fade to black. Yeah, yeah but that six that that six years is pivotal though. That's true. That's missing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But I feel. I guess that's what I was saying. If we had those six years, there was opportunity mm-hmm. for a different type of documentary mm-hmm. they could yeah, have, yeah. they could give us the the 808 sessions the dark twisted fantasy sessions. Right, yeah. right. you know what i mean without yeah. giving us the because we know we know that already mm-hmm. we know the mm-hmm. story we just don't we haven't seen the creation of all the music yeah. that we love so music. it would have been you know yeah. i feel like if he had been there maybe that would be something that we could get that mm-hmm. that we could watch that we could stomach um, yeah, it would be cut. We have to cut around. No more huh? No more stuff. Talking about going to get a bowl. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. You remember when we were in Costa Rica and that that bowl? Yeah. You remember it? Bro, His dad's like, no. Yeah, nah, no, Dad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull yeah. it up to the lady's studio right now. I'm gonna go buy a bowl. Yeah. His dad's like, huh? Yeah. Oh. I know. I know. So, how you been feeling about Kanye's music? the last like i have given i i haven't heard donna too because i'm not buying that player um i'm waiting for it <laughs> waiting for it to come out on streaming platform like my kids my kids didn't even want to buy it they were like you want to go three ways on it and i was like nope so um though i gave donda two listens it's good it's just not my mm-hmm. and like i said it, music we just musicians evolve with the times and it's just not my time. <laughs> it's not. It's too. My kids love it though. They love it. Like um, when he did the the, not the Drake one, but the the album release. Um, I could not go to sleep, and you know it was late at night because they were like, "Oh, yo, wow!" Like all late at night for, and shit. For the last way to, I was like, "Let me just turn this shit on down." Yeah, for the last. Don't keep me up anyway. <laughs> They did that for Donda too. Uh, yeah, they did do something for Donda. This, I'm talking about this last one. That's the one you, they wouldn't let you sleep. That's what they were watching. No, it's the first one. Okay, the first okay, one. okay. The first Donda. Okay. Yeah. 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 We mm-hmm. actually went to the theater to watch the um. To watch. It was Donda an IMAX. Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so IMAX. late though. I would have been asleep. Yeah, we. I, yeah, we were. Yeah, actually, funny, funny. Nah, we didn't. We didn't take a nap. We left. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, and I pulled it up on my phone because I was going to uh-huh. put it on the, you know, just watch it until it came on. I was going to drive home and just leave it on until mm-hmm. I, and it mm-hmm. popped on as I was getting to my car, as I was unlocking my car door, the live uh-huh. stream popped on. So I turned, I uh-huh. called Alan and was like, yo, it's on, bro. We got to go back in. And <laughs> I passed a couple people that were doing the same thing we were. I was like, yo, it's on, it's on. So about, yeah, about 15, 12, about 10, 15 that was rushed back uh-huh. into the theater. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had bailed on it. We, we had given up. Definitely on CP time. I don't know that's like, I don't know if, I don't know if that's intentional or something else. Like, but that, that shit sucks. I hate that. I've always hated that. I did. I remember I waited for Karis one at Kamikaze's. He didn't get there until <laughs> 2 a.m. He rocked it now, but I was so mad. And we were still partying or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, why is this dude so late? Like, why? I don't understand. Like, you're getting paid to do this. Damn right. Yeah, like, like, people ain't got jobs to go to. I had to go to Winn-Dixie the next day. Like, come on. That's full circle. So you saw Karis win at Kamikaze's, and you saw Karis win. Several times. This weekend? Yeah, yeah. At Cat's mm-hmm. Cradle. I'm talking about somebody love hip-hop on this call here. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I, try to, I try to see him every time he's here. He's so high energy. And he had... um. Like the engineers actually cut the show off because he was going over. Like he did his news. There's a new song he has something about dance. It's not the best song, but he did have kids, local kids, come up and dance on stage, and then he had some local MCs come up and and uh, freestyle. So it's pretty pretty dope until they like shut the lights off because he was way wow. over. <laughs> he gave y'all your money's worth though. That's what's up. Yeah, definitely. It was That's great. Um, Lord Jamar was there with Poobah. I don't know where Sadat was. Um, like he definitely should have been there because he's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super weird. Um, Shane killed it. That's like my fifth time seeing Shane <laughs> somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but he killed his set. It was good. It was a good, good show. Great, great energy in that building. Great Dope. energy. Dope. I'm recharged now for now. Okay. okay. Until the until the roots picnic. Uh, yeah. When is that? June third and fourth, or fourth and fifth. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't know. Anybody got any uh mythical insights on this thing that we hadn't gone over? Mythical insights, <laughs> mythical, magical, just uh, any hot takes? I want to know the people. Okay, so after he got in a car accident and he came up with the idea for Through the Wire. And then they had gone to the dentist, and then they went to like some Denny's or whatever, and they were in the Denny's. I wonder where them college students are, I and what, that. I wonder where they are, and like, I thought that because they had no idea who he was at the time, right? right. None. And, um, and you know what made me think too? It's funny because they didn't know who he was, but I wonder if it was mm-hmm. if it was me sitting in that Denny with one of my homeboys, would we have known who he was yet? He hadn't come out with anything yet. He hadn't. He, had, he didn't have any music videos. He didn't have anything. Like you had to be in the know. Yeah. To know. Who, right. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? To know who he was. So I don't know if yeah. we would have known who he was at that point in time. Mm. Nope. You no. Know? I wonder where they are. I think we probably would have known once they said his name. We would. We might not have known his face. We, they'd had a point. Which one is Kanye? But I would have known what he did. The producer. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, would have been right. like, hold on. Who, who? Where? Which one of y'all is Kanye? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That might have happened, but, but them mm-hmm. walking in and sitting down, I don't know that we would have recognized them at all. 
Yeah. yeah, but but I know those kids are like, yo, if they're fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they're fans. I mean, but you met Kanye West before he was... Fans, I know. Yeah, you, that's like meeting... Yeah. If I met Bono before he was famous, I would be like, yo, I met Bono before. I'm not a YouTube mm-hmm. fan. But that would yeah. mean something. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fact. Definitely. That's a fact. That's not very mythical, though, but it's just something I want to... Nah, it kind of is, because they're kind of like unicorns running around. Yeah. yeah, we want to talk to them. Yeah, we want. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah, we want to talk to you. You know what? I'm gonna watch the credits to see if they signed a waiver or something. See if I can find their names. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? look at my social media. They're yeah. probably getting hit up. Yeah, I bet fine. you they are. Yeah, yeah. I bet you That's like are. a moment because I, I, you know, I went to state with Knight for for a little bit of time. He went to state. He was just always around. A quiet guy back over in the corner with the headphones on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Central and just I really never saw him again until I was living in Norfolk and Faded Black came on. I mean, came out and me and my ex-husband went to the movie theater. Like, we skipped work one day to go to the movie theater and see it. We're like the only ones in the movie theater. And he comes on screen. I'm like, yo! I know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make a whole bunch of phone calls to figure out what the heck, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. So that's probably them, them people right now. They I, have friends calling them. If they're not fans, like, yo, you were in Denny's in 2000 and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you met Kanye West. And they're like, how'd you know that? They're probably like, how'd you, <laughs> yeah. how do you know that? And it was like, uh, you're in a documentary about it. <laughs> right, 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 right. Your Netflix. Because if, if he didn't, if Cootie didn't find them, I don't know how he would have found them. Mm-mm. No, he couldn't have found them. Because, like, he's going around just real life recording people. There's no way he would have known who they were. Mm-mm. So, yeah, yeah, there ain't no waiver. Nah, ain't no they're going to be like, they're going to be like, white student number one. Yeah. <laughs> white student yeah, number yeah. two. Yeah, white ain't, ain't, ain't no waiver, though. I know for a fact. No <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're going to know who they are. Yeah. But uh, they know now. Oh, yeah, they know by now. They know. By, and they've really been asked check. to do a couple podcasts by now, too, for sure. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Tell us about that day. They that they don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a day they don't. That's remember. completely on film. Yeah, nah, we don't need we don't need, we don't need to talk to them. We know what happened. Yeah, know exactly what. Happened. I don't care how they feel about it. That's true. That's <laughs> over. True. It's That's over. True. Long That's time true. ago. Yeah, man. Um, I'm 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 excited to watch it again. I didn't get a chance to watch through. it again. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it again this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to on my on my drive to Atlanta, but I decided to podcast it out and do some other stuff. I actually listened to music on my trip. Just, you know oh. what I mean? um, so I, I'm I'm looking forward to watching it again through Cootie's eyes because mm-hmm. um, the first yeah. time I didn't watch it through his eyes until halfway through the the last mm-hmm. one. You know mm-hmm. where it kind of yeah. flipped yeah, for me. But this mm-hmm. time I want to kind of do it again. And, it's an amazing idea, yo. I mean, just think I'm going to get me a camera crew follow me around. And not? then if we use it, we use it. If we don't, we don't. But I'll just have it, I guess. I mean, it is. I'll mean, I put it yeah. to you this way. I was sitting with my, my daughter and her husband and my cousin yesterday, right? And we just shooting the shit at, at lunch, telling stories or whatever. And mm-hmm. her husband was like, Mr. Avery, you really need to write a book. Like you really need to write a book. So if I have I, a friend that's trying to get me to write a book. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if we've lived a life that 
makes people inclined to tell us to write a book, we probably live a life that is interesting enough to have a camera follow us around. Yeah, that's true. And that's not being arrogant or cocky. I'm just saying I didn't tell myself to write a book. Somebody told mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So, yeah, he asked me about it every other week. So how's that book coming? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. So I, it's not a bad idea. It's a little, it's a little narcissistic, but hell. If I know greatness when I see it in other people, why well, can't recognize it in myself? True that at Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I think I'm good. How y'all feel? I'm good. Thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I usually ask Alan, you think we did enough on this one? So, yeah. <laughs> we definitely did enough. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I truly appreciate you coming on, Keisha. Um, and I would ask that all the Futane clan go check out Straight to Tape podcast on Tuesdays. What platform they need to check y'all out on, Keisha? Um, we stream on we stream live on Facebook, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. Nice, and they could just in a straight two with like two lines tape. I I mm-hmm. I I. how they find it straight. I mm-hmm. I tape. Nice. And uh, also you can um catch the audio of all of our shows on your favorite podcasting platform nice nice and salute to the uh straight to tape crew too give them a shout out uh, you can name them if you want or no. not all right cool no maybe all right <laughs> but i'm gonna salute them because they're not gonna handle me next time i see them now nah, but, but yeah uh I love my guys. I love my guys i know you do i know you do but yeah with that being said man i want y'all to uh, go to your favorite social media platforms and follow us at Conversate for a Few. If you're on Facebook, uh, go to Conversate for a Few Extended Podcast uh, Conversations and follow us there because we do talk a little bit more on there than we do the other ones. Um, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. I promise you it's coming. And uh, go to YouTube, subscribe. Ring the notification bell. Um, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Share the show with your friends because that's the only way they're going to know that we're here because we're not spending a dime on marketing on these social platforms. <laughs> but yeah, uh, with that being said, yo, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag.